guys, welcome back to another episode of On Wednesdays We Talk Weird. I'm Ashers, and this is... Ivy. So, it has been another weird week. Actually, a couple uh, a couple strange things have happened. Um, one thing, I read an article this week about a... Um, it's about this chicken farmer who has these chickens... Well, he had, like, one chicken that laid started laying green eggs. So, like, the yolk was green... And, and stuff like that. And um, Did it have corona? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know if they tested the chicken for corona or not. I don't think, no, I don't think so. Well, probably had um, corona. Well, so it laid green eggs. So they, what they decided to do was to go ahead and, um, and, and take some of those eggs and incubate them and hatch them. And they hatched the babies. And the babies also laid the green eggs. And so... Uh, but he's, he's got more chickens there. So it tells you that it's genetic. Um, now... A scientist came by and, you know, they're still studying it, but they're assuming that it's probably, they think it's probably, um, like, whatever it is that the chickens are eating, um, like, feed. I mean, that would make sense. It would, but, like, why aren't the other chickens that aren't directly related also laying green eggs? I don't know. And what's causing them to lay green eggs? When I was a kid, um, Hmm. we went to, my mom had this friend, and she had a farm, and we got to go there, and, um... She had chickens that laid these different colored eggs. Like, there was, like, blue, and there was, like, pink. And, I mean, they were, like, really pale. They weren't, like, you know, bright colored or anything like that. And um, and I went to school, and I, like, told... I was in, like... I think I was in, like, first or second grade. I was really young. And I, like, to, I like shared it. Like, what did you do this weekend? And I was like, oh, I went to this farm, and we got these eggs or whatever, and they're different colors. And we got a whole carton of them. She gave us a whole, car- a whole carton of the eggs. And, um... The school sent me to the principal's or the counselor's office because they said that that wasn't possible that a chicken laid these multicolored eggs and I'm like we have them and they're at our house like <laughs> and so um yeah it was weird and then I went the rest of my life like like I knew that those eggs are different colors you know and I'm like well I follow this um this specific uh radio host on social media and she has a farm and uh, she shared pictures of her chickens' eggs. And guess what color they are? They're blue and they're pink and they're <laughs> different colors. <laughs> it's a specific species of chicken that lays those kinds of eggs. So it is real. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fuck you, first grade counselor. Whatever the fuck your name was. I was right. <laughs> fuck all the teachers at, the, <laughs> at that school. I was right. It was so weird, though. Like, I don't know why they... I mean... But I guess that tells you how, how times were different. You know what I mean? There's people that, I mean, they thought that I was telling such a lie that, I mean, everybody, you know, nobody had heard about chickens laying different colored eggs. That was bizarre. Now we have <laughs> the power of the internet. <laughs> right. Now we have the internet. So I felt validated. Um, but yeah, so I, I was reading that article and it was just an interesting, you know, I'm a nerd like that. I, I want to know why and what and so we'll find out guys if i have an update on the green eggs i will let you know <laughs> i, I think it's dr seuss predicting the future <laughs> he knew <laughs> the new uh what's the uh, nostradamus it was is, dr seuss yeah. yeah i could see that he knew when, fox <laughs> would be wearing socks <laughs> when the new supreme rises the old one falls <laughs> That's funny. Well, so this week is a very special week. We have now made it 10 episodes of you guys. 10. That means we've been doing this for 
um, almost three months, two and a half months. Yeah. We've been doing it. We've, we've been at it. We've been doing the damn thing. Um, and one complaint that I have from a um, specific someone is that Ivy and I don't introduce ourselves at the beginning of the podcast enough. And that, you know, that kind of sparks, uh, you know, that I guess we haven't really gotten to introduce ourselves to you guys formally or, you know, give you the chance to really know who we are, why we do this, why we started this, what makes us interested in the world of the weird. <laughs> so we thought that we would do that. We, you know, we went ahead and um, we've got some questions from you guys that we are going to go ahead and answer. Um, now, eventually, because we are still a small um, podcast, um, we'll probably do another one in the future, um, you know, and, you know, open up the door for more probably personal questions. But, um, you know, I figured we got enough listeners now and, uh, they're probably curious about us and our reach is starting to get pretty good. We're starting to get people that come, you know, not from people we already know or people that already follow other content that we make, but people coming from outside. Now, when you Google on Wednesdays, we talk weird. We are the first options that pop up so hmm. yep <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty cool um so yeah you know we figured we would do like this little q a with you guys so um you know let, let's go ahead and get into that the first question that i think we should start with um was a question about um how we met and how long we've been friends now um uh, i don't really know <laughs> Um, I know Ivy, Ivy and me met sometime in high school. I think the earliest memory I have with you is, um, I think it's when I ran into, you were walking with somebody and I ran into them and, um, I, I had my collar and leash on cause I was a cool goth kid. And then like you walked me and then the other person that I believe I was friends with, I had handcuffs too, handcuffed me to her. And we were just <laughs> we were just all <laughs> handcuffed and leashed and collared together, walking down the hallway. <laughs> and I think we went to this assembly together. That's one of the first memories that I have. So you know, I don't I don't know. You probably don't even remember that. I, so I don't. I don't know if you have something that could predate that. I mean, not really, because I don't really remember how I met anybody in high school. I just remember all the goths hung out in one spot, so yeah. we kind of knew each other. Right, right. Like, like don't before really school, know. so it didn't even matter, like, what well, grade you Well, that's what I'm in. saying. Like, I'm assuming, like, I don't think we met then, because I feel like I knew you in that, in that situation, but maybe it was the third person that I didn't know, really. I don't really remember. Yeah, we just all kind of hung out at the same spot and it's like, oh, you're weird? I'm weird too. Right. <laughs> so, I, that's how we met, guys. We met because we're weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I remember one time um, and I don't know, this is up to you if you want to leave the story in, but um, one time we were sitting in like the goth circle or whatever and you came over and sat on my lap and your panties were sticking out of your pants and it was like when you first started wearing panties <laughs> and you were like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's fucking great though. I'm like, don't tell anybody. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because if I never told anybody. already know. All right, I never told anybody. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, Jazz got me. Um, A pack of panties. Yeah, she got me some like, like arm warmers and like the little... Uh, whatever it's called, bustier. 
<laughs> yeah, my mom found that. Oh, did she? Yeah, oh, she was, no. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's like, she didn't confront me on it. It was just missing one day. I was uh, like, what the fuck? My mom's like that, too. My mom found my sister's vibrator once, <laughs> and she just threw it away. <laughs> like, you know how hard it is for a minor to get a vibrator? Right. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I remember that. I remember, I don't know. I remember going over and hanging out at um, Royce's house. And, like, I can't remember the one time with that one girl. I can't remember her name. I came over with somebody and, like, we got high or whatever. I think we got high, like, laying out on the trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, we just, I don't know, did our makeup and just (laughs) whatever it was we did. I mean, I don't really remember too much of it I guess um so that's hard I mean how old were we I don't know probably um I mean I was at least 14 well, if you came over when we had the trampoline that would have been like my sophomore junior year okay so I think it was my junior year okay so I don't know however old you are when you're a junior and then subtract two years and that's how old you were yeah, that's true. So I was probably like a freshman. Was my? Do you remember when my hair was blonde? Uh-uh. Okay, <laughs> so you didn't know me then. <laughs> well, maybe I did. I just don't remember. Cause... You don't remember? Yeah. Well, that's true. Everybody's dyeing their hair in different colors. Well, it's, not only that, it was my natural hair color. Natural. My memory style. is just awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. Uh, well, I know. Thanks, Xanax. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's probably Xanax. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to tell drug stories now. Anyway, um, yeah, so I mean, I think I, I know that, like, I just for me in my timeline and my freshman year of high school, I still had my natural hair color. And then it was over after that. So <laughs> that's, that's what I remember. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think that's probably the. Um, probably the best answer that we can give you guys. I'm sorry. It's not cooler than that we could just make up our right. own story we should just make up our own story about how we met <laughs> that's what me and jazz do <laughs> anytime somebody asks just tell them a different story oh my best friend we had to make our own like friends versary date and everything because we have no idea how long we've been friends and we talked about forever we're like oh when it hits 10 years at least we think <laughs> it'll be a big milestone right. we don't know when the fuck that was <laughs> But yeah, so we just kind of, you know, she found, she ended up finding a journal entry and she thinks it's from the day that we met because she wrote about me, but she was writing about other stuff in her journal, but she thinks that was the first time she ever met me and and there's a date on it. It's like, okay, that's the day. (laughs) That's what we're going to say. So by journal entry, do you mean like a notebook? Did you guys have notebooks? Like, are you asking me? If, like, yeah, we like had, when like, note, you were notebooks. in school, like you had notebooks like, that you pass back and forth. Notes, yeah, it was notebooks. notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> no, this wasn't one of me and Joss never had a notebook. We never had one. I still I wish have I still some. I do. I still have some of them. I found them the other day. I found them in, uh, you remember Susan? Mm-hmm. She, uh, you know, I found her, me and hers, and it's just, <laughs> it's really cringy. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever let anybody see it um, because it's just so bad. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking through hers and eyes. But no, me and Jazz never had one. Hers, this was like an actual like journal, like an actual, like her personal. Mm. So yeah, I think that's you know probably the best answer you're gonna get from either of us with our shit ass memories. So <laughs> oh well, sorry you guys. I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, 
I'd, I mean, about 15 years, yeah. I mean, so it's, I guess, half of our lives. That's crazy to think about. Wow, we're so old. <laughs> but still so young. Still so young and got so much left in me. Um, so, yeah, that's. I think that was a good one. Um, okay, so another question we have is, um, people want to know how you got into tarot readings. How did you discover that that was something that you wanted to do? Well... It just kind of, like, happened. I've always had, like, people around me that did tarot. Like, Sam, she had tarot in high school. And I probably shouldn't have said her name, but whatever. (laughs) I'm sure she's fine with it. And uh, I was just, like, I never had, like, a negative, like, feeling towards it. I was just, like, I grew up apostolic Pentecostal. So I was just kind of like, I don't really want to fuck with some spirits and demons and but you know I didn't understand it obviously but um so I've always been exposed to it and like I've been offered readings or you know asked if I wanted to like learn about it and I always said no but then my co-worker one day asked me if I wanted to come over and do some tarot and I was like fuck it so we go over there and like it's me her and this other dude and just like doing these cards and shit and like it just like hit me hard like I don't I don't know what the hell I was going through yeah. I was going through something yeah and like I never experienced it in my life like it was actually kind of a, a really nice environment to be in I was around supportive people so it was really cool and not like me at all like I was extremely vulnerable like I was like bawling my eyes out like it was literally so powerful like the only other time I've cried that hard was at my grandma's funeral okay and like I don't know something about it just really spoke to me and since then it's been game over I got my own (laughs) you've just been on it since then you know something you needed to do would you say your relationship with you and tarot has gone hand in hand with your general spirituality? Oh yeah, for sure. Because that's kind of like what sparked the whole thing. Like I've always had like different insights into certain things like, you know, just like following your intuition and things like that. I've always yeah. kind of had like that natural sense. Yeah. Um, but it definitely helped me tap into that side a whole lot more than you know what was typical right, right. like it, it was always there but it wasn't so strong now i know it wasn't asked of me specifically but <laughs> i got into tarot <laughs> very recently um i got into tarot probably around it was like august september of 2019 and uh i got into it just because i was really in a weird spot um in my life and i just Like, I knew I was going to have a breakthrough. I I wasn't in a negative spot. I wasn't in a bad place. Um, I just, there was, I was just figuring out my life and, like, kind of what I, having that little uh, quarter, you know, quarter life crisis where I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do with myself and stuff like that. So, um, actually, I think it was you. I just kind of casually texted you that day, you know, one day, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going through some shit. And you're like, girl, get a tarot deck. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So I did. I got my first tarot deck and um, I just, I mean, for the most part, for a long time, I was just doing like daily, like a card pool 
and you know seeing what it said and just kind of and I mean it always resonated with me so um, you know just kind of giving me insight into my day and how I should conduct myself and I was, I was kind of using it to make some decisions about you know certain things in my life and um, you know but very very recently um, I, I've been kind of getting more into it but I've been getting more into like just following my guides anyway um, like I've been, you know, really reading about astrology a lot more and trying to, you know, figure out my daily horoscopes and how, you know, the planets affect me on different days and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, I've been getting, I've been doing a lot more spell work recently and, um, you know, like I said, I've just been kind of using a lot more of my, of my third eye, I suppose, to make decisions. And, um, so I've been kind of, you know, I think I'm going to start getting into tarot on a bigger scale, not a huge scale, but, um, I don't know. It's just right now I'm not really in a position to say no to much of anything. So I'm just kind of doing everything. And I feel like that's the only way to know if something, you know, fits for you is to just do it. Do so it. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at with it. So. The next question we have, we really didn't get a lot of, well, we, I guess we got some personal questions. We'll get there. Um, is, uh, what, um, what is your favorite cryptid? Do you have a favorite cryptid? No? Mm-hmm. You don't have one? There's no mythical creature that resonates with you? I mean, I guess what really qualifies as a cryptid? I mean, usually it's something that's, you know, within the realm of possibility of existing scientifically. But that is a good question mm-hmm. because certain things do. Like unicorns. Are unicorns real? I mean, there are horses that have genetic mutations where they grow a horn out of their head. Is that a unicorn? You know? I mean, I think they could be real. <laughs> well, I then, mean, so for you, you've got a large scale of what you would consider a, a cryptid. Hmm. So, I mean, I would just say anything mythological that you believe exists that you resonate with. Well, I've always believed that mermaids have existed, and okay. The Little Mermaid was my favorite Disney movie. Was that your princess? Yeah. Ariel well, it's princess? not my princess, per se, but... Oh, okay. Okay. Just one of your favorite movies. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I get that. I don't know. I always Mermaids are cryptids. Yeah. I always liked uh, Jasmine as a princess. You resonate with her. But... Yeah. Eh, you know. What's yours? <laughs> uh Belle. Yeah, mine's Belle. I don't I don't know why. I'm just that I'm I'm that strong, independent female that uh has to take control of the beast because he can't do it his damn self, so <laughs> worthless. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, that's me. Um self you know, really selfless, you know. You know, putting, you know, sacrificing myself to take care of others. Um, but yeah, that's Bo. That's me. <laughs> but anyway, my favorite cryptid. Um, that's a that's a tough question. I might lose some listeners here. I might lose some followers. Um, contrary to popular belief, Mothman is not my favorite. <laughs> um, and he never really was. I never believed in the Mothman before I started working on this documentary. I always thought it was a bogus story. Um. I've always had an obsession with a couple. Typically, I like things that can fly, and I like things that live in the water. Because to me, those are going to be the hardest for us to prove, so they'd be easier to live amongst us because they're away from us. They're not living Mm -hmm. in the same space that we are, Um, so they probably exist. And um, just some of the stuff, some of the different accounts of them... um, 
it's just some of the stories are too real to be fake. I mean, frankly, um, just well, just like uh, Thunderbirds, you know, giant birds, whatever you want to call them. Um, even as far as like uh, pterodactyls or, <laughs> you know, which might sound crazy, but, um, you know, people have seen them. There's a story, I think it happened in the 60s or 70s. I'd have to look it up where um, a little boy was playing outside. He wasn't a little boy. He was like, I mean, he was like between the ages of like seven to ten was playing outside and his mom um, is out there for a minute and this huge ass bird comes and swoops down and tries to and picks him up picks him up off the ground tries to take him off and carry him off somewhere um, but it couldn't he was too heavy and eventually the bird dropped him and and when it went and it rested on this tree for a while it like sat on on this huge pine tree and then it flew off and the whole neighborhood saw it the entire neighborhood saw this happen so it's like you're gonna tell me that all those people are in on it i mean why couldn't it have done that right what they do just start a group chat oh, <laughs> right back in the 60s and 70s right <laughs> they were not all in on it. It, it, it that probably happened now some people speculate that it could have been um like a condor because they're big they are big but this had to, have, in order to carry him at all, it had to have been double the size of a condor. And um, that's a story that just fascinates me. There's a little, like, urban legend kind of, you know, it's just a rumor circulating in the um, cryptozoology community. And it's the famous uh, Thunderbird photo where supposedly a group of men had hunted and killed one of these huge birds. And they, um, people have claimed that they have seen this picture um, and according to people that have seen it, uh, say that it um, it's this huge black bird and it's like nailed to like the side of a barn or, you know, they've, they've displayed it on the side of the barn somehow. And then there's like five to six men standing in front of it with their guns, like a trophy hunting picture. Um, but nobody's been ever been able to like find the picture and like present it. So it's actually kind of a weird thing because that would go hand in hand with like a... Um, like a Mandela effect because so many people claim to have seen it. There's been people that will tell you the title of a specific book that they have seen it in and you'll go and get the book and there's no picture, you know, and, or, and stuff like that. And it's like so many people know that they've seen it or hmm. family members will come forward and say, I have a copy of this picture. This was in my family, but then can't locate the picture. So it is a really weird, and there's been fakes. Um, there's one picture, and it, but it's like a pterodactyl on the ground. And so like that's another question. Is it a bird? Was it a, was it a pterodactyl? You know, what is actually in the picture? Um, because then if you're talking pterodactyls being alive, you're talking about dinosaurs being alive, then you're opening up a whole new, you know, box of what else then the is dinosaurs there. Dinosaurs are still alive. There are. They're birds. Um, Birds well, are yeah, but they're evolved. Yeah. Well, we're talking about dinosaur birds. So. <laughs> I see they're still around. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, but there's a picture, and it's like a pterodactyl on the ground, and these guys are standing around it. And uh, but it was from uh, it was from the show T uh, Twin Peaks. Hmm. Um, David Lynch, David, you know, but yeah, and it, so it was fake. And, but there's been all kinds of fakes since then, and people are like, oh, this is the picture, and then it's like. No, this isn't. Or I mean, some pictures you can't find the origin on. And so it's like, is this it? Um, some pictures are so old and they're just, you know, it's they're hard it's hard to even make out what they are, but then you can't find an owner to it. So it's like, you know, you don't know if it is or isn't. So it's one of my favorites. And then um the one thing that I keep telling people that uh like my dream is to um buy a lake house off of uh Lake Okanagan and uh watch for Ogopogo. I think he's he's my favorite uh sea monster. 
Because he probably exists. I actually did a, um, I do, I do a Twitter post every Thursday for Folklore Thursday, and one of them was for Ogopogo, um, and Ogopogo is uh, the has been around the long. Uh, was it Ogopogo that I did? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, has been around the longest, and um, you know, is is in all the the native folklore, and um, you know, people say that the old tales was that you couldn't cross the water safely unless you gave Ogopogo a live sacrifice. So, um, mm. and that was interesting. Um, but nowadays you can, there's still sightings to this day of this thing. And Ogopogo has the most photo evidence. He's got the most video evidence. He probably exists. <laughs> I mean, I think he's probably real. And, you know, again, with these sea creatures, they live in the water. We're not always there right. you know to know that they're there or not we can't prove that they are or not so um and, and i mean not just there it's like why are these things i mean they're reported in all these different bodies of water and it's like you know at some point all of that was connected or are those bodies of water you know feed into the oceans and it, it just you know biographically it makes sense so I, I mean i think that they're there i think that they would be more like dinosaurs because there's some that are like snakes or like serpents or you know stuff like that um no i think they're big plesiosaurs i think they're aren't like snakes weird it's just like this tube just tube. animal yeah like, they are weird. Thought, <laughs> worms too worms are even weird how about the worms that like but you worms cut in half and you have two of them sense, no, no they don't what do you mean <laughs> i mean they go through the dirt so it's just kind of like they're swimming Worms are large, microscopic living creatures. Hmm. They really are. They really are. They're really very interesting. Um, but, yeah, and then snakes are, like, bigger versions of worms. And, yeah. and then there's, like, all kinds of legends of, like, really big, really big worms. That like SpongeBob did that. They had an episode where... <laughs> did you see that episode? I don't think so. With the Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say the name, it does sound familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, being a parent. Um, but, yeah, it was, they had an episode about a giant worm that, you know. <laughs> that was well, Spongebob really is a great show, though. Spongebob is a really great show. And they say Spongebob is because, like, the town is supposed to be, like, a town that's been, like, hit with, like, nuclear radiation. And it is, like, if you look at the fact, you know what, we'll talk about Spongebob on another day. Because <laughs> it, it is really interesting. <laughs> But yeah, so favorite cryptids. Uh, yeah, the ones that, that can fly and the ones that can swim. Um, but by name, that's hard. Like I said, the only one I can really name off the top of my head that, that is really close to me is Ogopogo. So my favorite is the water creature. And your, I guess, favorite is the water creature. Yeah, we both like water creatures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I have air and water, but you know. You have to pick an air one next. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of... <laughs> Hmm. There's a lot of them. I mean, there's like flying humanoids or a thing. Does that raccoon Mario count? <laughs> is that a <laughs> is raccoon Mario encrypted? You think there's a raccoon Mario out there somewhere in, in the mean, woods of I don't know in the forest? He technically exists. He's in a video. That's game. true. He does exist. He does exist. I think they have to be real, but he probably thinks yeah, he's real. Have to be real. <laughs> I was just fucking with you. Like I said, he probably thinks he's real. So. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Right. Do video games have consciousness? Oh, see. That that's, would suck. That would really suck. Especially if you were somebody like Pac-Man or oh. somebody in Mortal Kombat. Where you just die over and over again. 
Mortal Kombat would probably be the worst in like relation to like our actual experience because they're humans and they're yeah. literally like, well, some of them, and they're like being like fucking faces smashed. <laughs> and Whole body. Have split you played apart. like Mortal Kombat ten? Yeah. And eleven. Mm-hmm. It's fucking yeah. brutal. It is. It gets I know. old quick, but yeah, it is really brutal. Yeah, compared to what it used to be. <laughs> it's pretty bad now. Mortal Kombat eleven has Sandel. And it's almost enough to make me buy it. I'm thinking about buying it. I'm thinking about buying Mortal Kombat 11. I don't have it, but I played it. I don't have it. I'll probably buy it. (laughs) It goes on sale a lot. It's pretty cheap. I'll probably buy it. (laughs) I think I just read that. Who was your your favorite Mortal Kombat character growing up? There Um, we go. That's a really good question. Uh, Mine was... I had a couple. Um, I I guess I like Sub-Zero a lot. And I like Scorpion, so I guess I like both of the ninjas. Um, when it came to the movie... <laughs> Sonya was that bitch. Yes, when it came to the movie, yep, Sonya, yep. <laughs> she, she was my bitch. But I didn't really like her in the game, so I don't know. I guess that I like the ninjas in the games. I think it's because I like their deaths better. Their chaos. Mm. Um, but I didn't play a lot of Mortal Kombat, actually. I played uh, Killer Instinct. That was my game. And that was my game of choice. I don't think I've ever played that. It's it's pretty similar. It's not nearly as gory, but it was it was still pretty gory. Um, they had like some of the characters. I remember there's like a werewolf. Like you could play as a werewolf. You could play as a velociraptor. <laughs> you could there's like a skeleton. His name's Spinal. Um, Spinal. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that video of Mike Tyson? He's like being interviewed after a, a like boxing match or whatever, and like he's like, I think I broke my back. <laughs> no. And the the reporter is like, what part? And he's like, you know, spinal. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. I love Mike Tyson. He's such a treasure. He's yeah, just, he really is. He's the goofy motherfucker we all need. But no, yeah, I played that and it had yeah different characters. My pipe that we smoked out of earlier. Its name is. It's named after a. A killer instinct character named it Glacius. Glacius hmm. like is like a, he's like an ice man. He's like made of well, ice. When you said Velociraptor, yeah, Velociraptor. Like, hey, you could be a Velociraptor, a werewolf, a skeleton. I mean, there was like Norway people. It was like this bitch that turned into like a panther, and like, yeah, it was cool. It's it's a good game. We'll play it that's, sometime. That's I have it. <laughs> we'll play it. Sometime. I would be for sure. <laughs> yeah, the panther bitch. Yeah, it was cool. It's like when when I had Mortal Kombat, we weren't supposed to have it, but. We did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would always play a Sandel. And I mean, obviously, she's my favorite. Yeah. But like, my brothers literally made it a rule that I could not be Sandel if I was going to play with them because all I would get was <laughs> flawless <laughs> victories. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Killer Instincts, they have their, you know, they have their death their death moves and stuff. So, I mean, it was pretty, they probably just didn't have blood and stuff. I don't know why it never rose to fame. Like, like Mortal Kombat did, but it was good. Probably because it wasn't in the arcade. Well, maybe it was in the arcade. I don't know. But that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, so, yeah. So, today we got asked a very personal question by somebody. Um, she asked how she could stop demons from giving her nightmares. And uh, that is a very good question. Um, so she believes that her nightmares are being invaded by demons. She had a, um, she had a very tragic incident happen lately. And, um, the dreams that she's having 
are extremely personal to that tragedy. They're very specific to that tragedy. Um, and that would make sense that she would be vulnerable to some type of, of demon activity or something attaching to her while she's that vulnerable. Now, I guess we'll start with this. Ivy, do you believe in demons? Yes. Yep. Yep. Now, what do you think they are? What do you think they, uh, I mean, if, if we don't believe in, in, in God and, and, and the devil, then. I mean, I ain't never said that. That's true. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so that's true. Just go on ahead and excuse yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, there, it's basically just a, a evil entity, yeah. whether we like it or not. Good and evil exists. That's true. I agree with you that. Know, we couldn't have good without evil. Yeah, like good would just be normal. Good would be us, but that's not us. Like. Some of us are good. Some of us are evil. And the same thing happens in the spiritual realm. Yeah. You know, just like some bacteria is healthy for you. Some bacteria is deadly for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like that. But, I mean, I guess if you think about it that way, how would viruses be seen? Are there good viruses? Well, there's good bacteria and and bad bacteria. So, so viruses, bacteria... No, vi- viruses and bacteria are different, but they're well. That's what I'm saying. Similar. I mean, you know, in a sense. But is there a good virus? A good virus that you can have. I mean, I I wouldn't say so. Um, hmm. I don't think so either. I wouldn't say so. But there's some that aren't necessarily bad for you. You know, there's some that won't really Just affect like you. Me. Right. I mean, compared to like you know, like if you're a man, human papillomavirus. <laughs> Right, it doesn't it doesn't affect men, but it affects women, and sometimes it can affect but it them affects horribly. The people around you. it affects the people exactly. <laughs> that's the that's the takeaway. But well, um, I agree with that. I mean, I agree that there are you know for me you know spirituality is very scientific, and so I like to have something to back it. So the way that I see it is that these would just be. I mean, I believe in other entities outside of us. And I believe that they are other entities outside of us, and for whatever reason, they happen to be um, nefarious. And maybe it's not that they're all, they're not demons. They don't see themselves as demons, because maybe they come from different races. Maybe they come from different dimensions entirely. Right. I mean, so maybe they're just individual, individually bad people, quote unquote people, that you know, come over here to fuck with you because they can, you know. So I, I believe in it to an extent. I don't think that it is something that um, is religious for me personally. So, but I believe it because I've had experiences with things. And um, and I think that a lot of quote unquote demons, what we see as demons, do come out in the form of something that we don't realize as like a physical thing. So like, if you have a particularly bad day, you know, I guess it's probably on a larger, larger scale than that. But just say you have a particularly bad day. I think that that's because it's, you know, you just have those days where you just can't, everything goes wrong for no reason. I feel like that's an outside influence. I feel like that would be like a demon. That would be what we would consider like a demon. Well, that's it, can, I it can consume you. Yeah. I can. mean, that's why it's. You know, everybody has their demons, you know? Right, right, like, exactly. It's 
like an influence yeah. that enters us and then we have the ability to fight it off yeah. or just give up and let it consume us well you know, i mean not all of us have the ability some people right some people you don't. know for different reasons right for whatever reason can't handle i don't know how to even approach that from like a a PC standard. I like, understand. I don't want to say the wrong yeah, thing, but I understand. you know, people with mental illness, they might not have the same abilities sure. that we do. Like with sure. schizophrenia, you know, sure. they that's true, and that's very know. true. Right? And a lot of people actually. I mean, it used to be that they thought people with schizophrenia were possessed, and they would treat them as such. That's true. And it was so, just the brain didn't work the same way. Right. Well, that's where the science, you know. There's that blend of science and spirituality, and it's, you know, it's like you got to find that balance, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of discovering what the balances are and where they, I believe they both go hand in hand together. I believe yeah. they work together. If um, anything, science proves that magic exists. It does. It yep. doesn't disprove it. I mean, just because you can explain something doesn't mean that it's not magical. Like, yeah. That's true. You know, you can call it whatever the hell you want, but... Somebody had to have given it a name. Right. You know, it's right. a function. It's right. an exchange of energy. It's, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's, at the core, it's magic. And yeah. it can be hard because even though, like, I'm accepting of a lot of things. Because I like to operate on a 1% possibility. If there is even a 1% chance that something is real, I'd like to entertain the idea as if it is. Because I don't know. <laughs> you know, right. and I, I can't prove or disprove it and so um it, it can be difficult talking to other people especially about spirituality um and just all this weird shit because i i do i mean there's a lot of stuff that i don't believe in um you know but there's a lot of stuff that i do and there's a lot of stuff that i strongly believe in because i feel like i can at least prove it to myself that it, it exists um so it's like when i tell people that i'm a witch they autom they'll automatically assume that i'll believe in i don't know i don't know like something that they traditionally would believe in it well it's like some some people actually believe that the greek gods and goddesses existed and some people believe that they are right. just an energy that is yeah, kind of like right, the, um, right. what's the term oh my uh, archetype yeah yeah, yeah 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 and and right and i think that's kind of you know where the lot where the difference is between you know me and and some of them but then there i mean there's so much that's what i like about you know like throwing throwing the witch title out there is because it can mean whatever the fuck i want it to mean and and i feel like um you know it gives me the freedom to be able to call it what i want and it's you know spirituality it's very personal and that's just the way that is so right. but back to demonry um <laughs> back, back to demonology um so the weird thing about this question um, that I picked up on was that um, this is somebody that we know. It's somebody that we know in real life. And um, it's also um, uh, the question itself was odd because the topic because the topic that we talked about last week was sleep. And the, her specific question was um you know demons invading her her dreams <laughs> so and one thing that ivy had talked about was a theory on um you know when you sleep and you dream at night those dreams are actually happening for real they're not happening to that body that you fell asleep in 
but your consciousness leaves, goes somewhere else, and and is that. So, um, you know, I thought that that was interesting because you know that could be uh, that could be what's going on. Um, you know, it might not be, it, but you know, it could be psychological. Um, but sleep is already such a weird thing. You know, what a vulnerable, what a dirty move for the demon to pull to have to come to you in your dreams. You know, um, because that's already a confusing state anyway. So. But, you know, I don't know. One thing that we had talked about a lot was how, um, you know, realistically, and I feel like it's a theme with when you're talking about any negative energies. One thing that you have got to have for yourself is a strong constitution to be able to, you know, kind of block those energies out, whether you think it's a physical entity or, you know, whether it's just a feeling or, you know, what have you. You, you need to be able to have some type of foundation for yourself to um remedy that and um you know that's why i don't really fear it i don't like to mess with 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 demons but i'm not scared to so we had talked to the friend a lot about it and uh and she is kind of in a weird spot where she doesn't have that constitution and she you know like i said she would be a perfect target for something like this so um so what do you do when demons invade your dreams well first and foremost i would say you start working on healing yourself um you know that's what that's what i would do um and if it starts spilling over you're not seeing any improvement in your dreams um i i would also i would suggest um crystals i would do a couple um protection spells i'd do sleep spells um i'd probably put i'd put different crystals underneath my my pillow you can get a real dream catcher yeah get a real yeah get a real dream catcher or make one um you know if you actually purchase a dream catcher, make sure it's made by natives. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> please support them. Please support them. They they deserve all the support. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, that's that, there's all the steps that I would take. Um, if it does go beyond your realm of uh, what you can do, then at that point I would suggest reaching out. Um, we have referred our friend to a local shop should we plug the shop should we tell them the i think so i don't think she would, would, don't think she would mind yeah so it's got a full moon rising it's in dayton ohio um and the lady there is just magnificent yeah she um, really is she's really i mean you know we were talking about our friend going in and just um not really mentioning what was going on but talking to her even though she'll know. She'll know. <laughs> right. She'll know what's going on. And, and if she can't help her, she'll know somebody that does. So networking is always your friend. Um, you know, especially when you're talking about spiritual. I don't think it's good to have friends in different um, in different groups like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that way, you know, you can all kind of have a takeaway from each other. Because just because you believe in something different doesn't mean you can't be friends, guys. I mean, I know we kind of bash Christianity a lot and stuff. I do. Um, but that doesn't mean that I, I hate Christians. It's just... Well, Christianity is only bad because of the leadership that it has. Right. It's the, yes. It's it's the actual Christianity that I dislike. It's not the Christians that I dislike. It right. can be. Um, but yeah, it is the ideologies, you know, and stuff like that. So, but, but I think, like I said, I think it's important to know people from all walks of life. And, you know, as long as everybody can be respectful. I'm that person. Like, you're not hurting me. I don't give a fuck what you do. Therefore, you shouldn't give a fuck about what I do if I'm not right. hurting you. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of that's where I'm at with that. Being open-minded is not about 
having a multitude of beliefs that are on the morally side right. of good. Right. It's yeah. being able to be challenged by other thought processes. Right. So if you don't even like, I mean, yeah, some things you can only process so much, but you know, you should at least make the attempt to understand it and see kind of like what you might learn from the situation. Yeah. It might, you know, solidify your beliefs or it might actually challenge them and change them a little bit differently. That's but, better for you. Yeah. Right. You need that. Yeah. That's why we... That's called growth. Yeah, that's why we <laughs> aim to learn so that's we important. can do what's best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that that's really... I think, you know, being able to grow is really important because I'm not here to judge somebody for what they believe in. You know, the thing that I try to think about is, you know, they probably feel as strongly about their spirituality as I do about mine. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because they have some feeling or something that tells them that it's right, you know, and that's fine. And whatever it is they need to call it, that that's up to you, you know. Um, that's right. one thing it's that no I just... different than us. Right, exactly. I mean, that's one thing that I, I consistently try to do is put myself in other people's shoes. And, you know, that's first and foremost. And... You know, it's something that I will always try to put into practice. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I will always continue to do that. And so, therefore, I'm not going to, to try to judge people. Um, but, yeah, so it's been a very strange thing because the girl's also not, she's not really spiritual in any way. She didn't really, she's, I think she's kind of experimenting with different. Well, she, she said she just converted. So, That's right. I don't want to, like. That's give true. away any like illicit details. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But, well, we're gonna go. We're supposed to take her to the uh, the store and <laughs> yeah. help her out. We're gonna try to help her out. Um, we'll keep you guys updated on that situation as well. Um, and you know, we'll definitely see what we can do for her. So hopefully, you know, we get that taken care of. But that's our answer. How do you deal with demons in your dreams? Um, well, you start learning real quick, or or you go find somebody else that does know. <laughs> yeah. That's the answer to that one. Um, so this is a question that um, it's actually one that I've known about for years, <laughs> um, which is probably not fair. But but uh, a good friend of mine um, that I've known for a long time, uh, he wants to know why you won't accept his friend request on Facebook. <laughs> Who? <laughs> well, his name's Ross. He was one of my. Um, He's one of my managers and I worked at the movie theater and <laughs> we've talked about it for years. We came in one night and I, I, we like hung out. I don't know. We used to go watch movies all the time. Yeah. I've heard you talk about it. Yeah. Well, we were like stop and like chit chatted with him for a while. And then like, he's heard me, he had heard me like talk about you and you probably heard me talk about him. And then like he had, you guys had actually like met one night just randomly at the theater and then he like sent you a friend request and it was like two days later he's like you know that bitch still hasn't accepted my friend request because <laughs> so he's such we, a queen he's, he's an old queen <laughs> we did actually meet yes you did meet and I was like I don't know I was like I don't know I'll ask Usually, her about it if I meet somebody like, was, and they yeah. add me I accept it <laughs> it was weird and um then like a week later he's like she still didn't accept my friend and then like now like it's been like I don't know it's probably been like five years and <laughs> still to this day like every time I see like if I talk about you he's like she never accepted my friend <laughs> it's still there <laughs> 
Well, that only makes me not want to accept the friend request more. But That's what seeing... I told him. It's probably now. It's just a, now. It's just never going to happen. It's a game now. I love Russ. Now I absolutely adore Russ, and I highly suggest accepting his friend request. I will now that I I know. He just wanted to know. Like I said, he's an old queen. He thought you were throwing him him some shade. No. <laughs> I must not have just remembered meeting him or <laughs> well and there was like a, a period where I was getting a shit ton of friend requests and like yeah. I just ignored it for a while and then I never like really went through it like I still have like <sighs> yeah so many yeah like I'll literally just have to like search for him and then if it's still there actually you know what let me just go ahead and do uh-huh. it now. we're gonna have a live <laughs> friend requesting <laughs> You should delete his and then send him one. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I said Russ? Yeah, Russ. Um, well, I don't have... Like, normally when you search somebody's name, it'll tell you if they uh, have a friend request. And I don't have... Well, he might have deleted it because it was years ago. Oh, nope. Here it is. It's still something fun. <laughs> That's so funny. He's probably up right now. So how do I... I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you would do it. Well, go hit the respond. Hit respond. Oh, I thought that would just automatically accept it. See, this is how... I don't even know how to accept a friend request this way. So delete request? Yeah, delete it and then send him a friend request. (laughs) And then... Now, it's on you, Russ. Now you have to accept her friend request. Right, how about that? You've been requested. <laughs> now every time I see you, know that bitch still ain't accepted that friend request. I hope he does it for five years. It just goes on till you both die. <laughs> well, in five years, he better delete that request. You gotta delete it, resend another one. <laughs> Restart the cycle. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought that was a great question. Because it's something that him and I have laughed about forever. And so I thought that was a good one to add in there. But, you know, that's. Uh... <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think I have any questions at the moment. Um, you guys slacked on the questions. It's my fault. I really didn't prepare anybody for this until like yesterday. So, <laughs> no, um, you know, maybe next time. Um, that's why I think I'm going to do this again. Life's been weird, guys. It's not been bad. It's just been, there's been a lot going on with my, you know, I have everything in the world that I have to work on. And so um, I need to get better at letting you guys in on the updates. Um, I got a, I got a new iPhone and, um, <laughs> and I decided because I have, you know, better cameras than most, uh, TV stations, um, I'm probably gonna start doing like a vlog and like letting you guys know what I'm working on and stuff like that. Um, did you say a blog or a vlog? A vlog. Vlog. A vlog, yep. And, uh, you know, I, that'll probably be on my Twitter. Um, you know, I'm not sure where to put it yet. But I, I think that that would help you guys feel a little bit more engaged. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. What are you working on, Ivy? Are you working on anything right now? I'm trying to... I got some new tarot decks and I'm trying to like really learn about them so I can start using them. Yeah. I'll probably do some posts and uh, kind of explore them yeah. with people a little bit. Just to kind of like help myself like get, get to know to, them. Yeah, get used to the cards and stuff. Because I usually spend about like a week to two weeks with 
each deck individually. Yeah. Um, We've gotten so many lately. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been I've been sleeping with all of them in my bed, so Is that what you do? Yeah, that's like the one thing I always do. I always sleep with it. But then I've also I got that um Celestite stone and I put that in the windowsill yeah. above my bed. Yeah. And I had that crazy fucking dream. And oh, yeah, like right. I haven't been dreaming lately and now I have been, so that's kind of cool. Um, I don't really know how to interpret them, but maybe this will spark an interest. Yeah, that's true. That's true, maybe. All right, guys. Well, then, I guess we will be back here next Wednesday. I don't know what the topic's going to be yet. I haven't really thought that far ahead, but maybe it'll just be, I don't know, Demon Girl update and <laughs> Weird Dream update. And <laughs> yeah. We'll just do another update episode every week. It'll just be a new update. Um, we'll figure it out, but... Uh, All right, then. Well, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.